Hello and welcome to SEO SAS. You are joined with myself, Sarah McDowell, SEO specialist at LikeMind Media. And with me, I have the wonderful Hannah Bryce, SEO manager at Gymshark. We call ourselves SEO SAS because we are your special answering service when it comes to SEO. We are nerds on the subject. We love it. We're always talking about it. So we thought, let's do a podcast. So here you go. This show is brought to you by the team at Like Mind Media. Like Mind Media help clients find their audience and start having conversations with them, whether that's on social media, content, or even podcasts, just like this one. We're actually using their podcasting equipment right now. They're super lovely people who take time to understand your business and think like Thanks, Hannah. Hello, Hannah. Hello, how are you doing? I'm not doing too bad, thank you. Do I sense a little bit of nasalness? Yeah, I've got an awful cold. Awful cold. Really bad cold, yeah. Oh. <laughs> is Dom uh, looking after you? Yeah, yeah, he is. Although, um, so we were supposed to do a wolfering yesterday, um, which is a bit like a tough mudder for anybody who doesn't know. And uh, although apparently more muddy. Anyway, we were supposed to do that yesterday and I had to sort of dive out, which I feel mm. really, really lame for. Um, so Dom went and I stood and waited for them. Not, not, not the whole time. But yeah, so, yeah. Oh, well, at least you still went. I mean, you could have not gone at all and just felt sorry for yourself, stayed inside. Yeah, I mean, I got some good photos at the end, which was worth it. And I uh, had a nap in the car, so it was all fine. <laughs> how, how are you doing anyway? <laughs> yes, I'm not too bad, thank you. What, what have I got to tell you? Not much, really. <laughs> it's not like you. Well, I mean, I mean, I don't... Hmm, okay, so obviously... There was the uh, roller derby tournament, wasn't there? Yes, I think you mentioned that on the last podcast, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, I got benched all weekend, didn't I? It's a bit like me, to be fair, with the wolf run yesterday. Like, yeah, but at least... At least you went lame and chose not to do it. Oh, no, but you at least no one said to you, Hannah, you're not good enough for this. You're not doing it. Did somebody say that to you? Well, I didn't get on, you so... Give me their address and I'll... Uh, Can you sort them out? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've only just made it onto the A team and the position I play, there's five other jammers that are more experienced and have played it longer, including my girlfriend. So I kind of knew, but it was just, I don't know, like... Three matches, that's a bit bit crappy. Yeah, I mean, they could at least just give me one go. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, And if... I went on and I was absolutely diabolical. I, I couldn't get past the wall or I was sat in the penalty box or yeah. I was just falling on my face all the time. Then I'd have been like, okay, yes. But it's just the fact that I didn't even get a chance. But Aww. hey-ho, hey-ho. Yes, I, it's just, I just need to up my game, don't I? Well, yeah, or join another team. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Should we start an SEOSAS roller derby team? No. Oh. <laughs> oh right. flake out after the first week, you know this. You are... <laughs> You are not flaky, Hannah. Right, what, are, what is today about? <laughs> okay, so we love an analogy, right? Well, let's rephrase that. You love an analogy <laughs> because we named it a analogy. Well, yes, um, they're, they're really helpful with SEO, I think. And some of our listeners agree. So the idea of this podcast has come from Aviel Breen, who is a student studying for a diploma in digital marketing. She left us some amazing feedback. Yeah, I think we gave her a shout out, didn't we, on a previous yeah. podcast. So we love you, AV. Yeah, we do. <laughs> so she sent us an analogy and we thought, actually, this is really cool. And we should probably see what other analogies we can come mm. up with, get hold of, all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to go through what Avi's is first. 
And then if you want to go through your research after that. Yes, I mean, you you crack on. What did <laughs> AV have to say? Okay, so I don't know, if, is it Abby or AV? Well, she said it's like Abby, but with a V. So Abby. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Cool. <laughs> Move on. We'll, we'll edit this. <laughs> Not really. Okay, so Abby's analogy was, uh, my friends were at our favourite pub in Brighton watching the England Lionesses play in the Women's World Cup. I'm a huge fan of both football and analogies, so here's what was going through my head at that point in time. Football is just like SEO. There are two teams, you and your competitors. Each team has 11 players who represent the different elements of SEO. Let's say, for example, that the striker is your list of keywords, midfielder is your user experience, the defender is your page speed, the goalkeeper is a strong CTA, and so on. The football is your customer. Of course, this is where my analogy doesn't completely hold up because the customer being a football completely takes away the element of intent and control. But stick with me. We're sticking with you. The goal is, quite fittingly, your goal. A conversion, a sale, a valuable action. Each player is trying to do its best to guide the football or slash customer towards the goal. And a football game is dynamic and constantly in motion, as is SEO. So you might have the best players in the world on your team, but unless they're training during the week and eating healthily, and unless you are constantly looking for ways to optimise each aspect of your SEO strategy, then a player from the opposing team will run right up and steal the ball off you, taking your customer away and decreasing the likelihood of you reaching your goal. So, I mean, Abby's going to be awesome when she does SEO in future. (laughs) Uh, Well, yes, definitely. Definitely. Especially if you can do that. Do you know what I mean? Sort of like think of a way to sort of describe SEO in another sense yeah that help yeah helps other people understand it yeah definitely. I love that and I think hopefully well I imagine a lot of our listeners are going to love that because there's so many football fans out there do we say her side note oh, side note <laughs> so, <laughs> yes side note white hat SEO is the women's game the men play the black hat version of football because they dive and oh, cheat I mean at risk of upsetting our male listeners out there yeah, and the majority of the fact that most people in SEO are male. <laughs> but yeah, we'll go with that. We didn't say this. No. <laughs> love the rest of it, love the rest of it. <laughs> I will actually, just going a bit off topic, I mean, which is surprising for me, shock horror, <laughs> but in roller derby, you don't tend to get people to, like being dramatic. So you know in like football, how people, well, whenever I watch it, there's always someone rolling around. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know, they trip over and then they're like, I don't, acting like they've broken themselves and, and stuff like that. You don't tend to get that in roller derby because it's quite contacty anyway, but someone deserved a BAFTA award. Really? The, the week, yeah. And I think it was very tac- tactful because she basically, she got touched, like not even really hit that hard, especially with roller derby. Um and oh my gosh, she was ever so dramatic. She fell to the floor, like I think even a hand came up to her forehead <laughs> as she fell. And the only reason she did it was because we were picking up momentum yeah. and our jammer got out first and she didn't want us to score. Threw a dummy out the pram, basically. Yeah. And oh, wow. But interestingly, if a game is called off or a jam, as it were, because of your injury, you're then not allowed on for the next three goes where you have to sit three out sort of thing uh, so but I mean it was a risk but yeah I mean she might have hurt herself but it did look very theatrical yeah so yeah okay so yes so after we decided that this would be a good topic to cover on a podcast I then reached out to the SEO community on LinkedIn yeah so I did a post and said we're looking for people to share analogies with us because we want to do a podcast episode all about it and I tell you what the SEO community is ever so 
supportive. They love to get involved, don't they? Yeah. So we had quite a few people that gave us ones. So shall I just get cracking? Yeah, go for it. Okay. So we're starting off with Aman Lukil. Apologise if we're pronouncing anyone's name wrong, but he is a international SEO consultant. And he said, doing SEO is like taking care of a car. So you've got the technical SEO, which is the car frame. Then you've got the content, which is the engine of the car. And then linking is what makes your car look beautiful. Love it. That's quite a nice one. Yeah, it's nice. Short and sweet. Yeah. Short and snappy. And then the second one was Alexandre Zagoni. And he is co-founder and SEO evangelist at MyPosio. So obviously, if you are listeners of this podcast, you will know that we had him on as a guest. So thank you again, Alexandre. And he said that SEO is like a triathlon. So he was quite sporty. Um, <laughs> just want to apologise. You might be able to hear some drilling in the background. And that is because the place where we are recording is having maintenance. On a Sunday morning. I mean, of course they're doing maintenance. <laughs> of course. So, yes, hopefully it won't be picked up. But just in case you can, we do apologise. Anyway, so, yes, he said it's, it's a triathlon. So the swim is the technical side. Bike is the content and the run is linking. So just to like go in more depth about that, technical SEO is the most difficult part of the job. It requires training and practicing, such as swimming. Hours to learn how to crawl and how to improve. Content is the longest part of the job. Find content ideas, write it again and again to maintain visibility and be able to rank on new queries. Bike is also the longest part of the triathlon, almost 50% of the race. Did you know that? Only because Dom does them. <laughs> and run is the finish of the triathlon and it's just like net linking everyone knows that this is the most important but this is where most people quit exhausted run 10k is easy when a marathon is more difficult it is the same with net linking a couple of links are not enough and this is also the sport where you need to keep training to stay on top i mean that's great Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I can completely see that from Dom's training. So not from my own, obviously. But yeah, if unless you can swim, you start off the triathlon really, really badly and you're already way behind, which is very similar to technical. Biking is like the biggest chunk of it, like we say. And if you've not got any content on site, it doesn't matter how amazingly technical it is. Yes. It's still, it's going to be rubbish. And then the run at the end is where you can claw, literally, you can do a good sprint, it may be, or claw back a few places. So it just gives you the competitive advantage. Ah, sounds like you quite like that one then. Yeah, really like that one, can really relate. Okay, so next on the list we have Neil Hanam, and he is Search Marketing Manager at Rock Kitchen Harris. And he said, SEO is like going to the gym. You have to do it consistently and for an extended period to see real results. As soon as you stop, you're going backwards compared to those that are still going. The technical side of SEO is the diet, vital but unseen and undervalued. Weights are the content, it's the stuff people see the most obvious results from. And cardio is the links. Doesn't always feel like it's getting results for the time and effort you put into it. I quite, I can relate to that one. Yeah, that was brilliant as well. I really like that one. So thank you, Neil. I feel like I'm doing a lot of talking here. Would you like to do one to... Uh, do you want to do the next one? Oh God, give me the football one. Every, every, all the football listeners are going to hate me. Okay, Andrew Isidoro, Global Head of SEO at Dyson. Thank you for yours. SEO. Yeah, Dyson. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I did that. We got a Dyson. 
No, we've got a Henry. If I didn't know, <laughs> that would have been very telling that I don't do the housework. <laughs> well, yeah, we've, we've got a Dyson. Oh, right, show off. It's amazing. <laughs> All right. Okay, um, SEO is a lot like being Arsenal FC. Even when you smash it, there are still four people above you in the rankings. I mean... Is Arsenal always five, fifth place? I think they get pipped to the post a bit. Oh, poor. I think I saw Arsenal once. Did you? I've seen one live football game in my life because I'm always like, you've got to try stuff, haven't you? So it was Arsenal versus Benfica. Of course, right, yeah. And it was quite a good time. I mean, I was more liking the Mexican waves going on in the (laughs) audience and um, and all that jazz. But yeah, it was quite fun. So the next one, so Tom Crew, I met at Brighton SEO. So I I think it was two or three years back and I did... Because you know how Brighton SEO, they do training courses the day before. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I did the advanced link, uh, the advanced technical SEO I mean a lot of the stuff went over my head and a lot of time in my notes it was like google this google what this means (laughs) but I sat next to the lovely Tom Crew and he's head of SEO at Adido cool Uh, and it was lovely we had a lovely chat and he uses the hare and tortoise analogy when comparing SEO to PPC now this is quite interesting because it's normally SEO versus PPC what's better So he says PPC is the hair and will get you up and running quicker. But SEO is the tortoise because it's the long game, which takes a bit more time, but you'll be a winner in the end. There's a lot you can pick apart in this story, e.g. the hair falling asleep is like pausing your PPC budgets. The second they are paused, you lose any momentum. While SEO continues to bring in organic traffic consistently. I'll say that word again consistently and that traffic doesn't stop the second you stop spending money on it I think that's a really good I love that one yeah it's definitely got to be a favorite because I mean working together brilliant if it was a relay race they'd they'd no doubt have done amazing yes team the hair could have had a good nap tortoise could have picked up the pace there we go but if you're comparing both on each other it's actually I think it's just super accurate really good yeah thank you Tom thank you for those people who gave us those analogies and I believe it's our time to share our own analogies it certainly is would you like to go first oh I don't know (laughs) go on okay well I was a bit greedy and I have two analogies okay okay do you want me to want to do one you do one I do one you do one then okay yes it can be a a Sarah sandwich (laughs) okay so my first analogy analogy is link building is like getting yourself a boyfriend slash girlfriend oh how i got kirsty people <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't go up to someone you didn't know and totally out of the blue ask them to be your girlfriend slash boyfriend i mean you might but i think that's too ballsy and you'll probably look a bit you mental the wrong person isn't it? yeah yeah you shouldn't do this with links either you may meet meet someone at a bar gig even start chatting you then ask for their number you continue to chat a bit more you go on a first date then you go on a second then third and then you eventually if everything's going smoothly and you've got that good rapport you ask them to be your boyfriend or girlfriend I mean if this is helping not only SEO and your dating life you are very welcome (laughs) you may not even have to ask it like you might happen naturally yeah, yeah like 
you, I know so many people where you don't say, will you be my girlfriend? Or will you be, it just sort of naturally happens. Yeah. And then I don't know, you get introduced or it just, it just makes sense. Or somebody makes you change it on Facebook. <laughs> Facebook official. Yeah. Building links should be the same. Don't just go out of the blue and just ask someone that, that you don't know to link to like so find someone on LinkedIn or see someone's content for example start a conversation e.g like comment on LinkedIn or send them an email or a Twitter DM yeah. um smooth them a bit <laughs> yeah continue the conversation on whatever platform and yeah and connect with them offer them insight data or your opinion on what they're sharing sort of thing share their content on your sh- socials let them know when you've done some content and then ask them to link. And again, because you've got that relationship with them, you might not even have to. You might post a, a new blog post or an ebook or whatever on your social. And because you're connected and you've got this rapport, they'll just go out and link to it anyway, sort of thing. Nice. How do we like that one? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's definitely one way of linking. Yes. And a really good explanation of how to do that, really, and how to put it into perspective. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because the reason I thought of that was because there's there's so many times where I get emails from people that I don't even know oh, yeah. who are saying, can you link to this? Da, da, da. And I'm like, you don't even know me. You don't, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, butter me up a little bit. Have a bit of a conversation. <laughs> yeah, you so, say right, yeah. Yeah, and that's why it's the same as a boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Very good. So mine is short and sweet. My analogy is it's more sort of digital related. So basically a website that looks great but doesn't perform is like having a Ferrari and not being able to drive it. I think I've said it before. It does ring. Yeah. yeah. But I just I do really just stand by this one because it's it's a pet peeve of having a beautiful website that doesn't have all the SEO elements in it to actually make it work. So it would literally be like having a nice Ferrari, leaving it parked on your driveway and being like, yeah, I've got a Ferrari, but then taking the bus. Ah, yes, I like. Yes, you have. I mean, you have mentioned this one before, <laughs> but it's a good one, and Thank I like you. this one. And uh, yes, I mean, I will never own a Ferrari. Well, you never know. I mean, I've gone from a KA to a Toyota Yaris, <laughs> so <laughs> natural pro- progression. <laughs> okay, shall I do my yes, please other one, and then you can pick which one's your favourite out of okay. them. Okay. Okay. So my. Other one is, so there are many elements you have to do in order to be successful in, with SEO. So obviously you've got your content, your link building, your technical, you've, there's lots, there's not just one thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's that oily machine. Oily marketing machine. Yeah. Yep. I like to sometimes think of it like a cake. Ooh. So a cake may look visually awesome and really pretty with the decorations that you've like you've gone to town it looks awesome but then when you take a slice it tastes awful because you forgot to add the sugar ah i like it this my mum actually did this (laughs) (laughs) so this wasn't when i was alive this was when she was younger and she was saying that like exactly the same so she made this cake and it looked awesome but yeah when you ate and like bit into it there was no sugar so it was just vile But then on the other hand, it's not just about forgetting an ingredient. You might add the wrong ingredient. So for example, so when I was younger, I made my first cheesecake. And obviously, if you don't, what's the proper cheese that you're meant to use? Like Philadelphia or something. Well, yeah, because you're meant to use cream cheese, but there's an actual 
cheese. I can't oh, remember I off the know. top of my head. Maybe a baker can let us know what cheese it is. <laughs> but at the time, I thought it was really peculiar adding cream cheese into a cake because yeah. I was like, oh, I normally put that on my toast. So for some reason, in my head, I thought, let's go with goat cheese. Oh, no. <laughs> or was it cottage cheese? What's more lumpy? Cottage. It was cottage cheese, wow. right? So, yeah. <laughs> It was, again, it was awful. So a a forgotten ingredient is an element of SEO you have forgotten to do. So for example, amazing content, but the website isn't technically right for SEO. For example, pages might take too long to load. So you've got all this amazing content, but no one's sticking around for your page to load. Or text, there's on your homepage, there's no actual text for spiders to read because it's all text over images. Yep. Sort of thing. And the wrong ingredient, your goat's cheese or cottage cheese, <laughs> is black hat SEO. So the shady stuff that you shouldn't really do. It's well, quick stuff you do without even realising you do Yeah, it. yeah. So many people will be like, oh yeah, I, I keyword stuff. And yeah. they don't even know the keyword stuff. So they do stuff without really doing the research. Like I went and bought this goat's cheese <laughs> without doing the research of actually, no, it's cream, cream cheese. Yeah. 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 Or cottage cheese. It's a quick fix, but in the end you are screwed and you hate you end up hating cottage cheese for life and I tell you what those lumps never went (laughs) I'm not surprised but my grandma bless her she she sadly passed away but when she yeah she was the only one it was Sunday dinner and I was like I'll do the pudding so I presented and my grandma gotta hand it to her she ate her whole slice bless bless her her. what did you want everyone else say they just couldn't eat it (laughs) couldn't get through the lumps so so yes i love it yeah so, that's definitely my favorite one so you prefer the cake analogy yeah I love the to cake the boyfriend one. and yeah. girlfriend analogy yeah. okay interesting <laughs> is it time for the feature yes so what i thought we would do feature wise is i've come up with a load of analogies just because you know i like to do that in my spare time and got a guess what aspect of SEO I'm talking about. Right, okay. You, you down? I'm always down. Okay, cool. Um, so, as an example, so one of the lovely people who responded to your LinkedIn outreach was Sophie Coley, co-founder and strategy and content director at Search Listening. Right, yes. And she said, I have a left field one, which I love, but it's not mine. Stony DeGate said on a piece on searchengineland.com, traditionally, Keyword research has been performed to better understand what phrases searchers are using to find the content, products or services you provide. But using keyword research for that is akin to treating the symptom rather than the problem itself. She said, totally sums up search listening for me. Yes. Okay, so first one. These are like when you take lots of selfies before a night out. You only want one to be the front photo on Instagram. So it's like telling Instagram which one needs to be shown and which others can only be shown when they're swiped or clicked through. What am I talking about? And why? Repeat it again. These are like when you take lots of selfies before a night out. You only want one to be the front photo on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Cancles. <laughs> Canonicals. Sorry, yes. Canonicals. <laughs> yes. Do I need to explain why? Yeah, what do you think? Well, because... Huh? <laughs> you get it? I do get it. So with uh, Canonicals, so for example, say you've got an e-commerce site, you might have lots of... Say you, you've got a dress. It's the same style, but different... Um, colors. colors or different patterns or whatever obviously they'll they'll look um they'll might have different urls depending on how your website yeah. um operates and obviously google will see these all as separate pages won't understand and see them as all duplicate so then that's when you'd use a 
Canonical. Canonical. <laughs> uh, to say to Google which is the one That's and it. to say. And yeah. there's always got to be one which has got to be the main one. Which yes. everyone, everything else canon- canonicalizes too. I am really struggling with talking today. So oh, are you poor? <laughs> I mean, you're sounding very husky and sexy. So, you know. <laughs> Thank you, I'll take that. Cool. The next one. This one is like a friendship bracelet where a heart or the word friends is broken into two. The person who brought them is the ex default. They get to choose which side of the heart or word they want. But the other person's heart links back to the main one. And likewise, they're intrinsically linked to each other. As long as you're friends and you're wearing your half, everything is happy and smooth sailing. But as soon as one doesn't wear it, i.e. the link to the other half is broken, it's a sign that things are going wrong. Broken link? (laughs) Well, yeah, it could be. It could could well be, but it's a bit deeper than that. Got me to tell you. You might have to... Right, say it again. Let me concentrate. It's like a friendship bracelet where a heart or the word friends is broken into two. Yeah. The person who bought them is the ex-default. They get to choose which side of the heart or word they want. But the other person's half links back to the main one and likewise are intrinsically linked to each other. So as long as you're friends and you're wearing your half, everything is happy and smooth sailing. But as soon as one doesn't wear it, as in like one doesn't link back to the other one, it doesn't work. So you've, what needs to link to each other, point to each other to show that it's working for example, if it was in different countries. HREF Langtag. Yeah. Oh, okay. I do, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm not that much of an expert on HREF. H, <laughs> can't even say it. HREF Langtag. Yeah. So. Well, it's, I suppose it is a bit um, tenuous, that one. But the, the point I was trying to make with that one is that if, for example, your UK site isn't linking to your, uh, give me a country, Australian yeah site that is a country well done (laughs) and then your australian site is linking to the uk site it doesn't work right whereas like your friendship bracelets and things if you were just wearing like the fry and then the other person wasn't wearing the ends it doesn't yes they got got rid of it or something that's a good one no point in having it anymore there is a good one that is a good one thank you uh next one an example of a bad experience of this is when you're at the supermarket or grocery store and you choose the line with the smallest queue the person in front of you then spends ages talking to the person on the checkout and the line next to you that it didn't seem like the best option at first goes down really quickly and you wish you had chosen that one instead. Page speed? Yes. Hey. Well, you clicked on something and then it takes forever to load. You're like, oh, for goodness sake, if you go back to Google and click on another one, it loads like a dream. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. So um, what we're saying there, don't trust your gut instinct. <laughs> Don't no, do just, online shopping. It would just happen until everybody makes their website mobile friendly and awesome. Oh, the, Yes. Yeah, that's a warning something. from Hannah there. Well, I bought something from an unmobile friendly website the other day because it was something for Dom for Christmas and he literally sent me the link to it. So I was like, okay, I'm buying this exact one from this exact place. But it, oh, it did my oh. head in. So much. I tell so you, annoying. gig places oh, and yeah. concert tickets and stuff like that, then, which really, I don't understand why. Someone please target them and get them new websites. Yeah. Or just at least one. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> okay. Uh, next one. This is like asking your other half to get shoes for you when you're whilst you're upstairs. Hang on, so <coughs> I'm upstairs and I'm one cares to bring me my shoes. Yeah, right. Okay. You might know your you mean your gym trainers because you're in your gym gear, <laughs> but when your other half gets to your shoe cupboard, they find six types of trainers from running shoes to lifting shoes and everything in between. You don't realise that you've given them lots of choices by not being specific and unique in what you are asking for. Intent. Uh, close so just think about having trainers 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 or lifting trainers running trainers oh so being targeted with keywords so it's duplicate 
Yeah, so it's like oh. having duplicate page titles or metadata or anything like that. Google's not going to know which one to pick, just like Curse wouldn't know which pair of shoes to pick. Ah. Again, quite tenuous. Well, no, it, I mean, the thing with uh, an, an analogy is it might... Um, Need some explanation. <laughs> no, 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 no. It might sort of, like, I might think of something else that it... Yeah. Um, because I was thinking intent. Yeah. Because, yeah, because of like... Specific. Yeah, and making sure that you're going for the right keyword. That's the way I was thinking about it. Yep. But anyway, yes, carry on. <laughs> okay, this one, I almost read out what it was then. These, that would be helpful. <laughs> these are like false summits on mountains. Of course, there's a mountain one in there. <laughs> you put in so much effort, blood, sweat, tears, the lot. Then you finally climb up the summit. So the summit is in your eye line to find you've got a lot more work to do. So you've got there. You think, oh, finally at the top. And then you see that actually there's another summit further ahead and you've got even further to climb and now it gets even harder steeper and you might need specialist techniques and equipments for that last big push is that sort of like improving your rankings yeah exactly so I, i've put page one rankings yeah so you can kind of improve right the way up to sort of page two but actually getting onto page one and especially on the top three or position zero. Oh yes that's what i was thinking so maybe you've got in the top three and but you're not quite in the position zero yet yeah. as well so i mean Studies show that you're more likely to be in your featured snippet, position zero, if you're position one, two or three. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I like that one. That's a good one. Okay, last one. How many have I got right? Um, Three. Three out of six? Yeah. So you're either going to draw or win. Okay. Okay. So these are like the unnoticed sibling. Oh. <laughs> they are always there when you need to lift somewhere, a chat or to borrow a top and you kind of take them for granted they offer a great experience linking all of the best bits of your life together and always giving you advice on the best direction to go next and you don't even realize it at the time but when they go away for a while or completely you realize how much of a difference they made so is that sort of having something on your website that is working for seo but then you take it away for example say you link to podcasting as a service on your site from the home page yes that kind of thing yeah I mean do I get that <laughs> <laughs> well so what, what am I talking about what, what is it oh taking away that is it yeah so yeah what's it called <laughs> stupid decisions no, I'm it's, a, it's an actual <laughs> SEO thing Christoph C. Kemper it, talks oh, about it all internal the time. linking yes. <laughs> right <laughs> yes yeah so it's internal links so they're always there you, you rely on them and then somehow somebody just goes to decides to delete a page and all your link juice has disappeared or you take or, it off the homepage. Yeah, maybe it's like a, a special autumnal offer or something. Yeah. And then, yeah. I mean, we're now into um, winter. These were good. Thank you. See, you you said earlier that you only had the one um, analogy with the Ferrari, but you haven't. You got all of them in your <laughs> arsenal as well. Well, they were just made up, but yeah. Well, if they're all made up, but yeah awesome like the mountain one we'll go with that (laughs) but so yes thank you to everyone who gave us an analogy and just before we finish there are two more people that gave us analogies that we obviously want to sort of talk about so these ones have emailed you haven't they yes that's why i've not put them in the yeah 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 that's my that's my bad (laughs) (laughs) no no i mean when you ask this question and you ask on loads of different platforms and then yeah Anyway, Sorry, that, that's all my excuses out there. But anyway, so first up is Joe Waters. Obviously, we had her on a, on a previous 
episode about Brighton SEO. Yep. So Joe Waters works for, so she's a freelance communications and marketing for student unions and other small organizations and obviously helps run Brighton SEO. Joe gave us one. I mean, it's not necessarily SEO, but it's more about de- data protection. Okay. GDPR, yep. stuff like that, which it, like, affects SEO. It comes into everything. Yeah. It comes into everything. And her analogy about data protection is you have to be careful with jelly. You have to store it properly. You can't take someone's jelly without their permission. <laughs> you can't say you're going to do one thing with their jelly, then do something else. And you can't share their jelly without their permission. So yeah, she said, so she did that analogy when she was doing a talk and apparently she made glitter jelly to demonstrate the special categories of data as well. <laughs> so she loves her I jelly. Love I think on the um, on the actual podcast we did with her, she was talking about ice cream as well. So she ice cream yeah. and jelly. She's a ice cream party person. Yeah, she is. So that's Joe. So thank you for that one. And then yes, and then Becky Sims. Again, that was my fault because Hannah didn't see this one. But she what did she say? Okay. So her favorite analogy for businesses businesses for businesses that are new to SEO is always you wouldn't choose to open a shop on a back alley no one walks down or in the middle of nowhere as no one will come in. This is the same as a website without SEO. If you aren't generating traffic, how can you expect to make sales or get inquiries? Love it. So yes, that's another really good one. And yeah, I think especially if you're new to SEO, that's a good way of sort of understanding the importance of it. Yeah. yeah. So like, because everyone can understand footfall and the importance of where your shop is. But anyway, yes. So thank you for them. And yes, thank you for everyone who gave us an analogy. Especially Avi. Yes. Well, she started this whole Start thing. Whole thing so off. thank you very much. Yes. So we tried to cover everyone's. Again, we're sorry. If, we're sorry if we missed any. We are. We're not perfect human beings. <laughs> Only Mary Poppins is. But yes, I think we've blabbed for a bit for long enough now. Yeah, that's a blab break. Yeah. <laughs> a blab break. So please do get in touch with us. So we have an email address. Hello at seosespodcast.com. Literally email, email us anything. For example, if you've got idea for a topic, we do, we do run it like we have today. Or if you just want to ask a question or whatever, just say hi. We're both on LinkedIn. Hannah Bryce, Sarah McDowell. I'm on Twitter, Sarah McDuck. Search SEOSAS on Twitter because they've got... Blah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I've done this so many times. Why am I failing at this? You know, you know the normal channels to reach us yeah, on. Find us. Give us a podcast review yeah yeah that'd be nice yeah that would be nice and early christmas present <laughs> yeah. and yes thank you for listening thank you very much and ciao for now bye, bye.